0: satan has a plan part one by apostle jacqueline fedor i hope it is possible that we as mankind both the altered adamic race and new species alike can admit to god we cannot survive without his intervention i pray as we read this series we will see fully the almost unimaginable plight we are in today Scripture tells us to come out of the world's systems, her knowledge, her religions, her pleasures, to recognize and look for guidance from God's choice of government to help us. It is nearly impossible to fully meet these requirements, though, as humanity is completely assimilated and enslaved to them. We can walk out of the world's churches We can leave or not attend our educational system. But the Word of God says to give the government what belongs to it and to God what is God's. However, the governments of man, which the masses have chosen to be guided by, has over the years levied so many burdens on their people that they are in fact slaves to the world's economy. At one time, Man was guided by a God chosen priesthood, a people he could minister as the Father, the provider on behalf of humanity. But no, we wanted a king. It all started with a wrong call by the people way back in Samuel's day. They wanted a king, like the world's, that ruled things in the fashion of pagan nations. 1 Samuel chapter 8. Verse 5 and God's people said to him, Look, you are old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. This broke the prophet's heart, as he knew what the results would be. First Samuel chapter 8, verses 11 through 18, and he, Samuel, said, This will be the behavior of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons. They will learn war and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen, to serve the needs of those that govern them. And some will run before his chariots. They die first. He will appoint captains over his thousands and captains over his fifties, will set some to plow his ground, and reap his harvest, and some to make his weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. All will fill jobs with the majority of the money going to the world's systems. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, cooks, and bakers. They will do menial jobs, made lower than man. He will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, and give them to his servants, The systems take the lion's share, and the people suffer. He will take a tenth of your grain and your vintage and give it to his officers and servants. People die of starvation, but the leadership grows fat. And he will take your male servants, your female servants, your finest men, and your donkeys, and put them to his work. They own the earth's resources. He will take a tenth of your sheep. In the USA, it is more than that today, depending on our income. And you will be his servants, and you will cry out in that day when the people realize what has happened. Because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves, man's fault, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. We have been suffering the consequences ever since. This whole prophecy has been, and still is today, being fulfilled. Let us look at what the Lord's response was to their decision. First Samuel, chapter eight, verse seven, and the Lord said to Samuel, "Heed the voice of the people in all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me." How sad that I should not reign over them. You see, God lovingly ruled through His leadership a chosen people that functioned according to His law. God's laws bring harmony and order, protection and provision. Real quality of life if followed. Now we are under the laws of the land, governed by people groomed for government position by the world's standards, and what they think, or how they feel about God is of no significance. Because of the decision to choose a king that functioned with the same tactics as the world's kings, God's people along with all mankind are in the shape we are today. A side note, as an example in the land of the free USA, we pay property taxes Even though we work hard to pay off our property, if these taxes are not met, our homes are sold at auction, so the taxes can be collected. Then there is eminent domain. The power of a state or national government to take private property for whatever use. Government buildings, public utilities, highways, etc. Even our income tax is taxed. Sales are taxed. Tax, tax, tax. The Lord says to pay them though, as they are a part of this world's systems and the laws of leadership we chose. Matthew chapter 22, verses 17 through 21 says, Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Speaking to Jesus, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Caesar being a king of this world, But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Again, this is what we chose we have made things a mess in effort to see things improve let us begin to look a little deeper into what or who is behind all this please take note as jesus spoke directly to satan who was operating through peter in matthew chapter 16 verse 23 so god spoke to the enemy functioning through the king of tyre giving us a clue concerning the mastermind behind the world its systems and the government that rules it. We will begin to see as the plot unfolds how this world and all that pertains to it are a fulfillment of the enemy's plan for control. Let us read from Ezekiel, chapter 28, verses 4 through 6. With your wisdom and your understanding, speaking to Satan or Lucifer, you have gained riches for yourself and gathered gold and silver into your treasuries through the king of Tyre. By your great wisdom and trade, he made him shrewd and clever. You have increased your riches, and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. Wealth is defined as power and control. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have set your heart as the heart of a god, the devil was ruling through man. Just so we truly, without a doubt, Understand how the enemy works. Let us look at John chapter 13, verse 27. We will see how the enemy entered into Judas at that time, endeavoring to destroy Christ. He absolutely evilly uses mankind to do his bidding. John chapter 13, verse 27. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Judas, then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. Satan, or Lucifer, had been created completely perfect, but because of pride and desire to control, he fell from the grace of God. Ezekiel, chapter 28, verses 12 through 15, explains, Son of man, take up of limitation for the king of Tyre. Now remember... Like Judas, he was possessed by Satan, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You, Satan, were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. We know the king of Tyre was not in the garden with Adam and Eve. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. He was dressed beautifully. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. He was heaven's chief musician. You were the anointed cherub, angel of light, beautiful to look at, who covers. He was assigned to protect and guard the human race. "'I established you. God chose him. "'You were on the holy mountain of God. "'He was to guide God's government, not become it. "'You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. "'You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created "'till iniquity was found in you. "'Hmm. We could also say the same for Adam.' Isaiah, chapter 14, plainly reveals the enemy's heart condition. Isaiah, chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning! He was there from the beginning of the heavens. How you are cut down to the ground! Woe to the earth, you who weakened the nations! For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. He claimed he would be greater than man or angels. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation, God's holy mountain, home of his government, on the farthest sides of the north, to rule as king. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, dwell in the highest realm, Did you ever wonder what got into people to build the Tower of Babel? I will be like the Most High. Sure, this created creature will be like the God that created him. Not? Full of pride and arrogance, he honestly thinks he can be like God. A plan began to evolve in his twisted heart and mind. He devised a way to rule our planet by taking captive the ones to whom God had given dominion, so their appointed authority would be his. To achieve this, it would be necessary to disconnect Adam and Eve from the mind of Christ, the wisdom of God. Only then could his ideas easily be fed and his thoughts interjected to carry out his plans to build a world through them that he would rule as God. God warned them, to not touch or taste of his fruit. But here is another one of those irresponsible decisions, man-made, that would forever change the plight of all creation. The thing Satan wanted most was held out to Eve as a carrot, and she bought into the lie. You will be as God. He also said she would not die, but be much wiser for knowing good and evil. Understand, Adam was not deceived like Eve. He simply chose to participate in Eve's decision. The sly old serpent had them both. Now his thinking would make perfect sense to them, and his plan for supremacy could continue. He would triumphantly build a world that reflected his nature, his desires, making him its God. 2 corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 reveals his success whose minds the god of this age old king james translated the word age as world has blinded who do not believe they too made all the wrong choices lest the light of the gospel or the glory of christ who is the image of god should shine on them and set them free So the world Adam and Eve established through their descendants to this day belongs to God's enemy. Now let us look at another part of his plan that has been accomplished to our ruin. Just as he decreed he would, he ascended to heaven, causing havoc as he misled the angels of God, causing them to lust after and marry the daughters of man. This cross between man and angel was a major part of his plan. He would alter or change humanity, making them his creation with minds and hearts shaped to his image, a different kind, an entity, or race changed from what God created them to be, a people that would accept his ideas as logical. In conclusion of Part 1, Adam and Eve, the parents of mankind, chose Satan's wisdom and knowledge over gods, reshaping their natures and desires. Mates pleasing their personalities were also unwisely chosen to satisfy the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, intensifying the bloodlines and traits of the angels. Is it any wonder man desired a king chosen like the world and happily built kingdoms and societies, creating a culture that fulfilled Satan's plan to be as God.